Hey friend, it's Friday, which means we are talking about food. And today I wanna be looking at the difference between fresh and frozen foods. We're gonna have a quick chat about the cost, the nutritional value. And the idea behind today's episode is to help you with your planning, your preparation, as we move into the Christmas holiday season. And if you managed to check out the episode before this one, I was, talking about the planning, the preparation for Christmas. And I'm hoping that this episode can be sort of like supplementary to that. And then next episode, we're really gonna go into like the trenches. We're gonna get our diaries out. We're gonna be making some lists. We're really, really going to be digging into the planning for the holiday period. So that being said, don't forget, if you find these episodes helpful, please write me a review on iTunes, send me a message, my email, email is in the show notes and come and jump into our community by joining the email list. In the first email I send you a pdf which has some really great healthy snack ideas and it's titled snack ideas for kids when they go back to school but quite frankly you can use them all the time and I eat them too. It's an amazing resource and I know it's going to bless you and then every week I'm going to be jumping into your email inbox with some recipes, a bit of a roundup of what's been going on in the podcast, a bit of a general catch-up and just some information within the fit nutrition, time management, productivity hacks and things like that that you might find helpful. So let's dig into today's episode which is all about the difference between fresh and frozen foods and which you might want to be considering and why you might want to be thinking about perhaps leaning towards one or the other and the different factors that you might want to think about. Now why am I talking about fresh and frozen? Well the reason why I'm having this conversation with you was I was doing my usual grocery shop with Chloe like hanging off the side of the trolley and we were going up and down the aisles and I always like to think and I I think this might come from like years ago when I, I worked in retail while I was at university and I love the way that stores lay things out and you, I don't know for a lot of you that are, I know so many of you listen to me in the US and Australia, but here in the UK, like you walk into a store and one of the first things that you often walk into is like the produce where, you know, there's like the fresh apples and pears and strawberries and berries and all of that sort of thing. And then you then automatically get moved into like the fresh aisle where you can buy like your fresh meals, like pre-packaged, ready meals, pizzas, fish, meat, all of those things. And obviously then at the end of the store, you then go into the frozen section. And obviously there's a reason behind that in terms of, you know, frozen foods, defrosting and the timing that it takes to get things home and that kind of thing. And here's a helpful tip. I actually always take like a big insulated bag with ice blocks into my car and make sure that I'm putting my cold and frozen things into that and then they don't get warm by the time I have traveled home. But that being said, it just got me thinking about idea that we have and that many retailers lead us to believe is that fresh is better than frozen. And I think some of it comes from, and you might 
agree with me on this, is the idea of like the old fashioned frozen ready meals. But of course those things exist in the fresh aisles now, like in the processed foods and that sort of thing. So your frozen pizza is no longer just a frozen pizza, you can get a fresh may, a fresh pizza, which ultimately has the same ingredients in it, but it's just not frozen. And I really wonder whether we actually know what the difference is between and the benefits between fresh and frozen and whether or not actually one is cheaper than the other and I remember watching a program fairly recently about this as well which is why I'm here talking to you and really like in terms of the cost they actually sort of researched similar products and they found that you know if you were buying like a frozen lasagna the same lasagna would be more expensive if it was fresh. And I did a quick look around the supermarket while I was shopping with Chloe the other day and I found the same thing. Like if you're thinking about buying like pizzas or processed ready meals, lasagnas, you know, those kind of things, often you can find duplicates of them. So you can find a frozen version and a fresh version. But what I was finding, and maybe you could check this out in your store, wherever it is that you shop, uh, you would find that there was like an extra premium on the fresh version compared to the frozen, which is quite interesting, isn't it? So perhaps cost might be something that you want to think about when you're making the decision between buying fresh and buying frozen. But are we just kind of like being led into this kind of like marketing ploy that, oh my gosh, fresh food is better for you and you shouldn't buy anything frozen? Now, I'm gonna be talking about this in relation, when we're talking about the nutritional values of things, I'm gonna be talking about this in relation to unprocessed foods because fresh and frozen processed foods go through a completely different process. The tasting, the nutrients, the the way the nutrition is, is worked out, the, the flavors, the chemicals, all the additives that are in those things. But what I want to talk about is like meat, fish, your vegetables, your fruits in their natural form, like which is better, is it fresh or is it frozen? So let's kind of like rewind, um, we are farmers here and we, we don't actually produce on the farm that we live on, we don't actually produce like produce in this way, we produce like grains. And I know that on the whole, generally, what Tim is always trying to do when he has harvest is he wants to get it into the barns. He wants to make sure it's dry. He wants to make sure that it's like got a good quality. And then he wants to get it out the barn as quickly as possible. And my assumption with that is <laughs> that because that then means that the like nutritional value, the protein value, whatever it is within that item that he's harvested, the longer it stays on our farm, the less valuable it will become because nutritionally it's going to deteriorate. So if you think about it from that perspective, the food that we eat, it is at its best when it is harvested. So that moment where we remove the fruit, the vegetable from the main plant, that is when it is at its best. Now, once it's been picked, that is when the nutrients can start to break down. This idea of nutrient 
degradation happens and different foods will break down at different levels. Now, if you were to look at the speed at which, say, spinach and carrots and their nutrients and how quickly they break down, they break down at different rates. So if you have your spinach in your fridge, probably from fresh, probably if you've had that spinach in there for over a week, that spinach, the nutrient value of that spinach is actually going to be quite low. But your carrots, however, their nutrients don't break down in the same speed as spinach. So your carrots are going to have a more nutrient density rather than your spinach. And if you think about the vegetables as, you know, like what they look like, you know, a carrot is a root vegetable. The spinach has, you know, it's green for a start. That breaks down quite quickly. The um, carrots, you know, has sort of like a thick skin to it the whole vegetable isn't exposed, whereas spinach is very thin, you know, the whole sort of area is very exposed. Can you, so you can see why like different vegetables and different foods will break down at different rates. Now, have a think about meat and fish, for example, and I do apologise if you are vegetarian or vegan and you're listening to me at the moment, but if you think about meat, at the moment that that meat is butchered, and you then, you know, do what you do with it and you break it up into, you know, like portion sizes, for example, that meat has a shelf life. And similar to vegetables, it's going to break down and the nutrients within it are going to break down at different rates, depending what you do with it, how you package it. But something that's always quite interesting, when you think about when you go down the meat aisle in your grocery store, there's an awful lot of effort goes into making sure that meat in the fresh part of the aisle looks a certain way, particularly if you go into like big stores. You know, it's wrapped in plastic, it um, has like a certain look to it, a real uniform kind of like um, sort of look to it. And certain types of meat are often actually treated with um, different like additives and things to make sure that they retain a certain colour because that then encourages people to purchase it. But that doesn't really apply if you're buying like chicken or fish in the frozen section, there isn't that sort of effort that goes into the presentation of the product in the freezer. And that's really interesting to think about, isn't it? And I think that's where we can start to kind of like unpack this idea of like marketing and the way that companies and stores market their products to us. Now, if you're a parent, I can guarantee at some point you've probably had a bag of frozen peas in your freezer. Like for Chloe, they're a bit of a staple for us. She loves a frozen pea. Now, if you think about the frozen pea, from the moment that that, pick, that pea is picked from the plant, God, that's a lot of peas, isn't it? That is at the moment where that pea is at its freshest. Now, many companies that harvest peas and freeze them, they will take those peas, they will blanch them, so they'll put them into hot water, usually for like a couple of minutes to kill off any bacteria and that sort of thing, and then they're frozen. And that whole process usually happens within two hours. So if you think about that as a process, 
from picking to actually being frozen, it's really short. So the product doesn't have a lot of time to break down. Now, of course, if you're blanching something and you're adding heat to something, that is going to have an impact on the nutritional value, just like cooking. Like if you cook anything, you're gonna change the nutritional value of a food. But it's quite interesting to think about, isn't it? Because when you walk down the frozen aisles and you've got your bags of peas and vegetables and all of those sorts of things and mushrooms and onions, I mean, you can buy so many different types of vegetables that have been frozen, that have been chopped up and prepared. And it can be like really affordable to buy fruits and vegetables in that way. The main one really is down to food wastage because if you're buying like say a bag of frozen broccoli compared to buying like a head of fresh broccoli, that bag of frozen broccoli can sit in your freezer for you know quite a long period of time and you can just take out what you need. Uh, whereas if you've got a head of fresh broccoli and you forget that it's there or you don't end up using it, you know, of course that's like food wastage and you're not actually getting, you know, value from money. So this is where I really feel that frozen food can come into its own is actually in terms of saving you money, the convenience that you can have from the frozen vegetables. I mean, like, I don't know if you guys have it where you are, but we can walk down the aisles in a store here and they've chopped up peppers for you and they've chopped up onions for you and they've chopped up mushrooms for you. And if you're trying to put together like a stir fry, like for yourself, for lunch or something like that, you can just grab a handful of each, pop it in the wok and wow, instantly, you know, you've got a stir fry, for example, or if you've got frozen bits of chicken, you know, you just defrost the bits that you need and you can just make your meals quite simply. So I think in terms of like monetary, frozen really can be your friend. And that's something to consider if you're planning ahead for Christmas and you're thinking about like the vegetables, the meats and things that you're gonna want to have, maybe you want to be buying things over a period of time so it's not expensive and it's not like one big shop in one go, then frozen could really actually be your friend. Okay, so we've sort of touched a bit on price. Let's dig back into the nutrition values. And I wanna give a shout out to fresh produce here, particularly if it's fresh produce that is grown locally. Produce that is grown locally, prepared locally, is, you know, like natural for the place that you live in. So it has like a low food mileage. And one of the things that we do where we live is we have a local like greengrocer and he sources a lot of seasonal fruits and vegetables. And we subscribe to a system where every week they bring that to our door. Now, of course, like there's things like bananas, <laughs> like we can't grow bananas in the UK, but bananas are a really important part of our diet. Now, when you think about the bananas that you buy in the store, they come to you in lots of different colors, don't they? You can go into a store and buy them, you know, like green and yellow, and you can buy them like really like unripe and really, really ripe because people have different preferences. And that's one of the tricks that food producers do 
is when it comes to produce, like fresh produce, like bananas, is they are often picked before they are ripe. So it means that as they're transporting those bananas, for example, they are packed, they're chilled, they're transported on, you know, like containers and ships and that sort of thing. So as they're in transportation, the banana actually ripens. And by the time it gets to you in the store, it's at a great point where it is like ready for you to consume. The nutrients are great. So there is that to consider when it comes to fresh produce. And I think if you are buying food that is native to where you live, if you're buying food that is seasonal, then that's going to be a really, really good way of you having some great variation in your diet and also reducing food miles, which we know helps the environment, but is also supporting like the local farmers, the local farming industry and that sort of thing in the areas that you live in. So what can we sort of take from all of this information? Really to summarize, when it comes to the nutrient value in fresh and frozen foods, the difference isn't huge. There are different foods that do better in different conditions. I think your choice is gonna come down to a couple of things. It's gonna be probably influenced on price, So is there a difference between buying things that are frozen versus buying things that are fresh? Convenience, is it more convenient to have, you know, a bag of frozen carrots in your freezer for your kids who maybe only want to eat a couple at a time? And I think we really need to do our research. Like I challenge you to go down the frozen aisle and see what is there in the frozen section of your store that potentially might be similar or cheaper than some of the things that you might automatically put into your basket from the fresh fresh section of your store. Now, I thought I'd finish this episode with a couple of ideas and some of the things that I definitely have in my basket that are frozen. So if I'm going shopping into one of the big like supermarkets, grocery stores here in the UK, the things that I buy frozen tend to be like vegetables that we don't use on like a regular basis. So I buy frozen peas because I'm not a big fan of frozen peas, but Chloe quite loves them, but she only eats a few at a time. I also will buy like berries, frozen berries, because they are cheaper than buying them fresh. They've usually been sort of like, if they're strawberries, they've usually been cut up and washed and everything and prepped and makes my life easier for making um, smoothies and that sort of thing. Other things that I love to buy frozen, as well I mentioned earlier, are things like mushrooms and peppers, those kind of things that I might not necessarily use every single day, but they're really convenient if I just wanna kind of pull together a bit of a a stir fry or a lunch for myself. And I always will tend to prefer to buy frozen fish rather than fresh fish. And the reason for that is because in the stores where I shop, it tends to be more affordable and it doesn't, and this like has quite an interesting comment, it doesn't tend to smell fishy. Now, I don't mind fish, I love fish, but Tim has this real thing about fishy fish. So I buy frozen fish because it doesn't tend to come with a fishy smell. Fresh fish, good fresh fish should not smell 
fishy. Um, but often what will happen is if you buy fresh fishing, then you keep it for a little while in your fridge, it will have a bit of a fishy smell to it. So I buy frozen to avoid that and then I just defrost it and then I cook with it. So there we go. <laughs> There's a bit of a random insight into our family <laughs> and some of our weird idiosyncrasies. I hope you found this episode helpful. Make sure you are subscribed to my email list because I'm going to be sharing a bit of a podcast roundup this week. But also I'm going to be sharing a couple of recipes that have ingredients in them that you are going to be able to find in the frozen aisle. I hope you found it helpful. I would love for you to leave me a review if you haven't already. And yeah, I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode.